All right, welcome to part two of tonight's episode of the Dan and Joe Sports Show. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Joe. Uh, and we're joined by our special guest, Jack. We had him in the last 30 minutes talking about uh, NBA playoffs, and he was giving his thoughts on everything. And now he lives in SEC country in Memphis, and he's going to help us uh, go through the SEC schedule release and give us some win-loss totals for all the teams. Glad to have him on the show, Jack. Yeah, thank you for having me again. All right, so let, let's start at the bottom. Uh, Arkansas. Uh, there was a lot of talk about what happened with, with Arkansas's schedule. Of course, they already played in the SEC West. They already had the biggest no-name coach in the history of college football, <laughs> an offensive line coach who Joe and I have referred to him many times as the Arkansas football coach because we frequently forget his name. His name is Sam Pittman. Uh, I believe before he got the Arkansas coaching job, he didn't even have his own Wikipedia page. So, with that being said, uh, Jack, what do you look at right now in an Arkansas schedule where, let's see, they got to take on, uh, of course, their usual gauntlet in the West, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, State, and Ole Miss. Uh, and then from the East, they pick up Georgia and Florida. So, here's their schedule in order. They start off at Georgia – at least they get them at home, at Mississippi State, at Auburn, Ole Miss at home. They get a bye week mercifully. Maybe they'll win that one. Uh, at Texas A&M, they get Tennessee at home. Then they get to travel to Florida, uh, go to LSU, at Missouri, and then they end the season with a home game against Alabama. So with that being said, Jack, what do you think about the Hogs' chances of uh, winning the SEC West this year? Yeah, they're gonna get killed in all these games. <laughs> they're gonna be so bad. Like they, they hired this coach from. It was Georgia's old offensive line coach. Um, honestly, I don't think that'll he'll do anything in Arkansas. Um, unfortunately for them, they have zero on conference games, which usually they lose at least one or two of those anyway. Um, but that, I mean, maybe they would have won one of those, but they still would have lost. Of games this year, and now that it's only against SEC teams, they're not going to win one. Yeah, that's kind of what I, I see too. And I found it interesting that um, the SEC decided to have them open up their season um, at home against Sam Pittman's former team, Georgia, coming into town. So I don't think that's going to go very well. Uh, their best chance for a win would be, I guess, against Ole Miss at home because they always play them well, it seems or at Missouri or at Mississippi State, but it looks very doubtful. Um, I, I know that Sam Pittman's going to get a lot of criticism. I think he's a good recruiter. I do think he's a good recruiter. Over time, it brings some good players, but as far as this season, looking at 0-10. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any wins on the schedule. I'm with you, Joe. If there's one game they could maybe win, it's Ole Miss at home. Just because I don't know what it is about Arkansas, but they always play Ole Miss well, even when they're way worse than Ole Miss. Even the season where Ole Miss was finally going to win the West and that fourth and twenty-five play happened, where it bounced miraculously without running Alex Collins' hands and he gets the first down. Um, they won that game, and so I mean, if there's one game they can maybe win, it's just because they play well against Ole Miss and there's some weird matchup thing there. But Ole Miss is better and should win that game. So yeah, I like I like Arkansas going 0 and 10 this year, and 
I think it's going to be, what's this going to be, three years in a row without any SEC wins in Arkansas? Maybe they need to go ship off to the Big 12. All right, sticking on the bottom, uh, Jack, you live in, in Tennessee. You live in Memphis. What do you think about Vandy in this year? Vandy, I mean, they're, they're kind of a forgotten team of the SEC. Um, they probably are going to be an afterthought this year, too. Um, they don't. I mean, they got, honestly, a pretty decent schedule. They got LSU and Georgia and Florida. Those are easily their three toughest games. They open with Texas A&M. Um, they maybe could grab one. They generally, they, they played Tennessee pretty close the last probably five years or so. They maybe could win that. Uh, but Tennessee should be better this year. Um, maybe they could win against Kentucky or Missouri um, or Ole Miss. But those are really their only chances. Um, best case scenario for them, they go one and nine, maybe two and eight. And that's being a little generous, but um, I would guess one and nine, maybe stealing one against the Kentucky, Tennessee, or Ole Miss. Yeah, I would have been on 0 and 10, um, but if it's going to be anybody, it would probably be Ole Miss once again. That just kind of <laughs> seems to be a popular theme that Ole Miss, you know, is the best threat for some of these um, lackluster teams. Because for whatever reason, Ole Miss has historically struggled in Vanderbilt's home stadium. Um, they always play close games there. So I'm going to say right now that Owens in, uh, I saw the odds on both Vanderbilt and Arkansas and the SEC West. And for Arkansas, it was 501. And for Vanderbilt, 251. So, you know, a little bit better, but not, not very good. Still, that'd be a dollar wasted right there, even if you're getting $500 yeah. back. Um, you know, Joe, I'm saying, looking at the schedule, it really, I kind of agree with Jack. By Vanderbilt standards, what you could get, this is probably the best you could. Because I'm looking at a stretch right here in the middle of the season where they got South Carolina at Missouri, a bye week, and then they have Ole Miss and State. And in terms of their most winnable games, they have all four of their most winnable games back to back to back to back. And I think that they're going to steal one of them. I, I like a one in nine. I kind of look at that. I look at that South Carolina game with Derek Mason taking on Will Muschamp as the who's going to leave this job with their who's going to leave this game with their job. And I kind of like Vandy to get the upset over South Carolina, and they hold on to Derek Mason at the end of the year, and Will Muschamp is taking a bus back to somewhere, Florida. He's going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere. He shouldn't be that guy. I don't know if we were going to talk about South Carolina next, but that's actually my only win for South Carolina is against <laughs> Well, Jack, with being in Tennessee, what do you think Derek Mason has to do to keep his job? Do you think winning one game is enough, or does he somehow have to win a couple games in order for him to keep his job at Vandy? I mean, Vandy's standards are pretty low, at least in sports, not academically, but definitely sports-wise, their standards are pretty low. Um I mean, if he can play a couple of teams close towards a game in the fourth quarter, I think that would actually kind of be enough. If he's able to do that three or four times where it's a touchdown game at some point in the fourth quarter, um, as long as they stay competitive, I think he'll be fine. If they get blown out game after game, I think that's when he could be in trouble. That's fair. All right, so uh, moving through the dregs of the SEC, let's move on to South Carolina next. I mentioned Will Muschamp. Uh, 
He came into South Carolina with, I guess, a moderate amount of hype. Uh, you look at what he did at Florida. He had a couple good seasons. I always kind of think that he's like a Kevin Steele type guy where he's a great defensive coordinator, probably not a guy that was meant to be a head coach. And he, you know, he keeps getting these jobs, though. He was going to be the coach in waiting in Texas. That never happened for him. He goes over to Florida, does an okay job coming in right after Urban Myers there. Uh, and then at South Carolina, I mean, it's been very blah. I mean, he had, like, his first season, out, they went to a bowl game. But since then, they haven't even been close to going to a bowl game. And he's had a tough schedule to hang his hat on. But I think that this is the, the year that he's got to do something. And I don't think he has to do much, but I think he's got to win at least three games. And let's look at their schedule real quick, Jack. They got Tennessee at Florida at Vandy, Auburn at LSU, bye week, A&M at home, at Oxford and Ole Miss, Missouri at home, Georgia to finish the season at Kentucky. What do you think about the Gamecocks record this year? Um, they, I mean, you're right about Will Muschamp. Uh, he's got to do well this season. They do have a couple games that are definitely definitely winnable for them. Um, it's not an extremely brutal schedule. Um, really, Auburn, Florida, and Georgia are the teams they really have to worry about. You have to remember, they beat Georgia last year. And yeah. Georgia, too. Um, and that, that, in my mind, does count for something in terms of them being able to win a couple, at least a few of these games. I could see them going two and eight. Three and seven would be pretty generous, but I could see it possibly happening if they uh, have a ball bounce the right way. Um, but I think they're going to—they're definitely going to have more numbers in the loss column. Yeah, I mean, you heard my prediction a minute ago. You know, one and nine is what I'm leaning towards at this point. If they win a second game other than um, Vanderbilt, I would say maybe against Missouri. All right, well, I'm looking at it as I think he needs three wins to keep his job. I think that they'll give him a little bit of a leeway on the fact that this is, you know, this is an unprecedented thing, having to play a full SEC schedule. And I look at a team that's three and seven in conference this year as a team that maybe could be borderline a bowl team. So I think if he does that, he'll keep his job. But looking at his schedule, I see – I think he could, I think he'll beat Vanderbilt, maybe. That could be, that could be one that's an iffy one. Uh, he'd have a chance against Ole Miss, a chance against Missouri. And really, that's all I see is them even having a chance to win. So he has to win all three of the games that he has a chance to win in order to keep his job. I think he wins two of them. I think he'll probably beat Vanderbilt, and I think he beats Missouri. So I like two and eight for South Carolina. Will Muschamp's done at the end of the season. Okay. All right, so let's keep uh, climbing the list. Joe, let's go to your team. Let's look at Ole Miss. Why don't you give us uh, your thoughts on the Ole Miss schedule? They start with Florida, and then they uh, they move on to uh, Kentucky away, Alabama at home, and then they have Arkansas on the road, Auburn at home, at Vandy, bye week, South Carolina at home, at A&M, Mississippi State at home to finish the season, and Death Valley against LSU. Well, I like this schedule better than what their original schedule was going to be when um, they had three consecutive weeks against Alabama, Auburn, and LSU, which was just ridiculous. But I still think that given the schedule at the beginning of the season, I think they're going to start out 0-3. 
think they lose to Florida. I think they lose at Kentucky. And I think they lose to Bama, obviously. But I think that they'll finish decently and win four games. I have them going four and six, defeating Arkansas, Vandy, um, South Carolina, and then Mississippi State. Okay. What do you think, Jack? You're pretty close to Memphis up in. Uh, you're pretty close to Oxford up in Memphis. Yeah, that's pretty much the exact same thing I was thinking. I was thinking around the lines of four and six, um, assuming they win the Egg Bowl. Um, I think they should have pretty good chances, definitely against Arkansas, uh, probably against Vandy, and probably against South Carolina. Um, and then I think they definitely can steal the Egg Bowl, especially since it's a rivalry game. Um, that definitely counts for a lot in terms of the unpredictability. I think Mississippi State's probably the better team, but Ole Miss definitely can beat them. Um, so they're definitely somewhere in between three and seven, four and six. Yeah, looking at this schedule, I think that the best they could do is is win five games, and that's if they could uh, upset a Kentucky. But I'm with y'all. I like four and six on this. I think Vandy's a win. South Carolina. Mississippi State uh, in the upset, and then, of course, beating Arkansas. So I see four and six in Lane Kiffin's first season, and I think that would be perfectly fine. I think if you're four and six, without this weird schedule we have, you're probably a bowl team. So I think that's good enough. And I think that if he can win, beat Kentucky and get to five and five, that's a really great first season. Oh, definitely. Okay. So sticking in the Magnolia State, let's move on to Mississippi State. Uh, bringing in Mike Leach, the Pirate. They also bring in a West Coast transfer in K.J. Costello, uh, one of the top-rated quarterbacks in the country, and a couple years ago really had a great season for the Stanford Cardinal. Uh, Jack, looking at uh, State's schedule, uh, begin at Death Valley with LSU, have an Arkansas game at home, at Kentucky, A&M at home, bye week, at Bama. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm looking at this one wrong. They had Mississippi State at home first, then they traveled to Vanderbilt. I use travel in quotes. Uh, Missouri at home, at Florida, South Carolina at home. They travel on the road to Auburn, bye week, Bama at home, at Arkansas, at AM, and they finish with Ole Miss at home. What do you think about uh, Mississippi State? Uh, Mississippi State should. I, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They should. I think they could possibly go five and five. Best case scenario is six and four. Um, they got LSU to start. I think they beat Arkansas. I think they very well can beat Kentucky. Um, I think they can steal one against Texas A&M if they play well enough. Um, that's kind of what I think it's possible for sure. Um, that would be a little bit too ambitious, but I think it could happen. Uh, they'll lose to Bama, uh, beat Vandy. I think lose to Auburn and Georgia, beat Ole Miss. I think they probably are going to beat Ole Miss and then beat Missouri. So. That's um, yeah. That's six wins if they can beat Texas A&M five and five. Otherwise, yeah. What do you think, Jack? I think that um, they're somewhere in the range of a three to five win team. Um, for me, it hinges on their performance against Ole Miss and Kentucky. Whether they can get to five wins. Right now, I have them at three and seven because I definitely think they beat Arkansas, Vandy, and Missouri. But the other matchups, I'm just not so sure. Now, I do think that State will be a very competitive team this year and much more competitive than a lot of people think. Um, for instance, I think a lot of people have forgotten how good K.J. Costello was at Stanford. 
And I think that Mike Leach will make him look really good this season. Um, I think, for instance, in week one against LSU, I think LSU will win the game. But I think State will perform a lot better than people expect because let's think about the fact that, you know, this is an LSU team that lost so much. And it will be in a Tigers stadium that will probably not have that many fans. So I think that State will be um, a very competitive team this year. Yeah, I think so too, Joe. I mean, they, they have one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC and arguably outside of Najee Harris, the best running back in the SEC in Colin Hill. So I think that they're going to have a lot more offensive firepower than people give them credit for. It's just going to be whether a receiver develops. Um, I like them against Arkansas. Uh, like them against Vandy. Um, I think they lose to Ole Miss. They beat Missouri. And then it's kind of, you know, Kentucky's kind of a toss-up to me, but I kind of like them in that Kentucky game because Mike Leach used to coach there. I think he's going to coach really hard in that. I like Mississippi State at 4-6 this year. Okay. And, Jack, I was very interested by your pick of State over A&M because I feel like if that happens, they're going to lose their minds in Texas about that $75 million guaranteed contract with, uh, with Jimbo. Yeah, I think it'd be the most Mike Leach thing possible that could happen, though, in terms of him beating Texas A&M. I just feel like that would be a game. I feel like Mississippi State's going to get something like that to go along the way, where whether it's Texas A&M or someone like that, where they win a team, win one game against a team they're not supposed to. Uh, yeah, Leach definitely is known to do that. Uh, speaking of someone that's not supposed to do anything, uh, but talks a big game. The Missouri coach, hearing a lot of like uh, interviews now with a lot of Drinkwitz, man, that guy's a cocky dude. Uh, what is going to happen with Missouri this year? Uh, they start off with Alabama at home. They travel to Tennessee at LSU, Vandy at home at Florida, Kentucky at home, uh, Georgia, and then at South Carolina, Arkansas at home, and then they finish with State. What do you think about uh, Missouri and Eli Drinkwitz first year, Jack? It's, it's going to be pretty rough. Uh, I mean, they probably should perform too, too well. Um, they're going to win at least one, two games. Definitely Arkansas and Bandy. Uh, Bandy maybe could beat them, though. Uh, South Carolina is another one. So they got three winnable games um, on their schedule. So I think best-case scenario for them, you're talking three and seven. Worst case, one and nine. Yeah, I'm looking at probably three and seven. Uh, I have them being Bandy, South Carolina, and Arkansas. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, all these teams that are playing Bandy and Arkansas, it's almost like you have a non-conference schedule this year, even though you don't because of their quality of play. And so, you know, a lot of those teams are definitely glad that they have those opponents on the schedule. But the other thing I would say about Missouri, I was – you know, looking at specifically their week one matchup against Alabama at home. I really hate that, you know, that's their first game. And I hate it, too, that Ole Miss is hosting Florida the first week because the way it works with the different divisions, those teams only come to the other their division like every, like, 13 or 14 years, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's really a shame that an opponent like Alabama comes to Missouri and will probably be an empty state. Yeah, that, that is a shame. What's also going to be a shame is their season, as I'm about to put it out there. Uh, I've seen Missouri winning two games this year. I think they'll take Vanderbilt and Arkansas, and they'll lose the other eight games. And 
I think Drinkwitz is going to be a little less cocky at the end of the season. Uh, moving on uh, up a little bit, Kentucky. This is a very interesting team. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of stuff about how they think that Auburn should be worried about Kentucky week one. I don't know where that's coming from, but that's I've been hearing that. Uh, looking at Kentucky's schedule, they start off at Auburn. Uh, they have Ole Miss at home, State at home, at Tennessee, Georgia at home, at Missouri, uh, Vanderbilt at home, at Bama, at Florida, and then South Carolina at, uh, at home to end the season. Uh, Jack, what do you think about uh, Kentucky this year and uh, Mike Stoops' uh, team? Yeah, they definitely got some tough games um, opening with Auburn. I think they could catch Auburn with that game, but I don't find it very likely. Um, but I think it could be pretty close. Um, I think they'll lose that game. I think they'll lose to Georgia. I think they could lose to Tennessee. Um, I think they could lose to – they're going to lose to Alabama, probably going to lose to Georgia – or not to Georgia. To, uh, so that is – you're talking – five games, so I'm guessing five and five, maybe four and six, six and four um, on the more optimistic side, um, if they can beat Auburn or maybe like a Florida, um, which they definitely could do. Um, yeah, so I would say six and four, best case scenario, four and six, worst case. Yeah, I mean, they've reached the levels of program the last couple of years where I definitely have to give them more respect than I used to with what Suits has done there. But I'm going to say they're five and five this year, which you know that's pretty good given the all SEC slate. I say they lose to Auburn, Tennessee, Georgia, Bama, and Florida. Yeah, I'm thinking about the same. Uh, I look at them to, to snag wins against um, Ole Miss, Missouri, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina. And I'm going to go four and six on this one. I think this is going to be a little bit of a down year for Mark Stoops. Unless Terry Wilson is able to maintain his health. From what I've been hearing, Terry Wilson is uh, is still injured, and that's going to be hard if they have to start Joey Gatewood because I saw what he was at Auburn, and that guy's not an SEC starting quarterback. So moving on, we're kind of in the middle of the pack now. We made it up to teams that have four and five wins. Now let's move on a little bit. We're getting to the upper echelon a little bit now. Uh, let's go with LSU. Uh, coming off a national championship, they're losing a whole lot of people. Uh, a lot of guys have opted out for them this season. Um, what do you think about LSU, Jack, and the schedule? It includes State to begin at Vandy, Missouri at home, at Florida, South Carolina at home, at Auburn, Bama at home, at Arkansas, at AM, and then Ole Miss at home to finish. I think it'll be a little bit of a down year, which can be expected after winning a national championship most of the time. Uh, I think they'll probably end up somewhere around eight and two, maybe seven and three, um, because they're just bringing in so many new guys that normally takes a while for things to really gel, and it doesn't help that they have any games where they can really get going against a lesser opponent, um, like a non-conference game. Um, they'll definitely beat teams like Vanderbilt, Missouri, probably Mississippi State, South Carolina, Arkansas. Um, but they could lose. Uh, they could lose to Auburn, Florida, Alabama, maybe Texas A. Texas A. Not likely, but they could lose three games. They could drop those three games. I, I like the fact for them of how their how their schedule sets up. I, I think that their first three weeks are very manageable. 
Missouri, I think, will be basically cakewalks. But, you know, down the stretch of the schedule, even though they may start out 3-0, and the gauntlet's just going to be too tough for them to overcome some of these teams. I mean, there's no way they beat Auburn and Alabama this year. I don't see them beating Florida this year. And I also think they lose to A&M. So I have them going 6-4. and four. Yeah, Joe, I'm on the same boat as you. I think this is going to be a rough year in, uh, in Baton Rouge. I think 6-4. and four, I think they drop games at Florida, at Jordan Hare against Auburn, Bama at home, and they lose to Texas A&M as well. So I think 6-4. and four. Um, okay. Let's move up a little bit uh, in the SEC, uh, SEC West. Let's look at Auburn. Uh, they have we talked about that opening game against Kentucky. They traveled to Georgia week two. Uh, Arkansas at home, at South Carolina, at Ole Miss, LSU at home, at State, Tennessee at home, at Bama to end the season with a home date against A&M. Jack, what do you think about the Auburn Tigers this year? It'll be interesting, and it completely depends on how good Bo Nix is. Um, if he has not improved at all, it could be pretty bad. Um, but if, if, he, if he takes some strides, they can be one of the best teams in the SEC. Um, it completely depends on how good he is, um, and that completely alters how many points they can score each game. Um, I think they'll win against Kentucky. Georgia is going to be the interesting one, um, for sure. That's earlier than they're used to playing Georgia. Jake Fromm being gone, um, that'll be a new starter's second game ever, um, and that'll be away at Georgia. Um, that's kind of a coin toss game in my mind. Um, you got Arkansas, South Carolina, Ole Miss, easiest stretch of the schedule. LSU, I think they'll win that. Mississippi State probably win. Mississippi State, Tennessee, Alabama, Texas A&M is a tough final four games of the year. They'll probably drop one, if not two of them. So I'm going to go either either seven and three or eight and two um, this year. Okay. When I was looking at Auburn's schedule, you know, you were talking about their Week 2 game against Georgia. Normally, I would pick them probably lose in Athens, but this year, once again, given the um, likelihood you won't have a sold-out crowd in Athens, I think that the home field advantage is negated, and I think that Auburn could easily win that game. Um, and so, once you move down the schedule, everything looks pretty winnable, except for at Alabama. Yeah. And so, um, if they can survive Georgia, I think this team could easily go nine and one, and actually have a serious shot at the playoff, even if they don't win the SEC. Yeah, that, that's where I'm at with the pick too, Joe. I like the placement of Georgia. If it wasn't week two, I think I would probably pick the Bulldogs to win that. But I think week two, with Auburn having a uh, returning starter in Bo Nix, Georgia still working the kinks out with Jamie Newman who I heard injured his ankle last week and may not even be ready for that game. I think that's a rough spot to have a new quarterback in. So I think Auburn's going to get that win over Georgia. And then I think the only game they lose is Alabama. So I like Auburn to be 9-1, and and I would think probably a playoff contender with that. Um, moving over to the East real quick, uh, we'll finish out with, with a lot of those teams. Tennessee. Uh, you know, Tennessee has had a lot of hype this year. What do you think about Tennessee's uh, schedule, Jack? They ended the season great last year. Um, and so they they should have some momentum to carry over into this year. They got an easy first two games against South Carolina and Missouri. 
Um, Georgia, they should drop. Kentucky will be the interesting one. Um, they, that should be a very good game. I think Tennessee will probably win it. They'll drop to Alabama. They'll beat Arkansas. They'll, I think Texas A&M also another toss-up game. They could go either way. Um, I think lose to Auburn, lose, uh, beat Vandy, uh, lose to Florida. So really, when you tally it all up, you're looking at probably uh, five and five through seven uh, and three. Seven and three being the best, five and five being the worst. I went with uh, Tennessee going six and four, losing to Bama, losing to Auburn, losing to Florida, losing to Georgia. But their kind of big win of the year being against Texas A&M. Okay. And that would also be uh, hell to pay in, in Texas with, with all the money. I think I think Tennessee uh, wins the games they're supposed to and loses the ones they're they're supposed to. I think they they go six and four and lose to Georgia, Bama, Auburn, and A&M. And Florida actually no, I think they go five and five. I'm sorry, I'm going Tennessee five and five. Um, moving forward in the East, let's move on to Florida. This is a team right now who's being looked at as a possible uh, playoff contender, uh, got a good chance in the East. I think they got a pretty favorable schedule. What do you think about Florida, Jack? Well, I love Dan Mullins. He's been awesome pretty much everywhere he's been. Um, and I think they'll make some significant strides this year, just going off of how good they were last year. Um, they got a nice two games to open the season with Ole Miss and South Carolina. Um, then you got Texas A&M, LSU, 